Welcome to the weekly Aeropedia podcast, where we discuss the latest news in the world of aviation. Here's what's coming up for this week. In this week's podcast, we'll discuss the new Embraer E-190 jets Qantas Link is going to be acquiring. Then next up, we'll be China Southern Airlines celebrating 10 years of New Zealand flights. Next after this, we'll take an insight into the 737 MAX operators in the Australia Oceania region. And finally, we will look at New Zealand's border being lifted for a trans-Tasman bubble for Australian citizens. So let's get into the show. So to start off the show today, we're going to be discussing the Embraer jets which Qantas Link are acquiring. So Qantas Link is a regional subsidiary of Qantas, which is Australia's flag carrier. Um, they service on routes from you know main cities such as Sydney and Brisbane, to just to name a few and also to regional towns in cities like Longreach and Wagga Wagga, muchly competing you know, against the rival Rex, or better known as Regional Express. So um, they will be getting six of them um, from Alliance Airlines, which is a charter airline in Australia, and they will be wet leased to Qantas under an arrangement starting on May the 25th. So this is the first time any Qantas subsidiary has operated flights using an Embraer aircraft, um, although the aircraft will not feature the Qantas Link livery, rather the Alliance livery, so the flights are being operated by Alliance on behalf of Qantas Link. Um, so they'll be used on routes from Alice Springs and Darwin, uh, Adelaide and Alice Springs, as well as uh, Adelaide and Darwin. So um, these are normally serviced with a 737-800 aircraft, which Qantas owns. So I'm sure that this will, you know, broaden their market for Qantas and using the smaller jets will make their time more worth it with planes being filled supposed to operating half-filled flights with 737s. Um, so moving on with the show, next we're going to celebrate a decade of flights to New Zealand with China Southern Airlines. So um, on the 9th of April this year, uh, China Southern Airlines held a normal flight from mainland China to uh, New Zealand. Um, on arrival, an event was held um, with the Ronald McDonald Charity and Auckland City Hospital. So Ronald McDonald Charity helps children and their families during times when a child is ill or in hospital, giving their family a relief from the impact that this can bring to their families. So all the hospital hospitalised children and their families were served a special dinner in the hospital. So um, this was as a celebration for the for 10 years of flights that the China Southern have been operating. And these flights began on the 9th of April 2011 and they've been in operation for a decade, including during the pandemic, which were mainly used for cargo operations and with some passenger services during the scarce time of, you know, aviation and people not as much flying on aircraft. So next in the show, we'll be looking at the different 737 MAX operators in the Australia Oceania region. So it was almost a month ago that the 737 MAX was recertified in the Australasia region. Although there are currently no airlines in Australia operating flights domestically um, using the 737 MAX, Virgin Australia do have orders for the larger Max 10 variant, um, so I think it's 25 is what they have on order. 
but there also are other airlines in the Pacific Islands uh, sort of region who operate the 737 MAX, uh, or did, um, into Australia. So airlines that did operate the 737 MAX and will probably be starting to do this again uh, include Fiji Airways, Silk Air, Air New Guinea, and that's just to name a few. There are others, but I'm not aware of any others. Um, currently, none of these are operating flights yet, but uh, what, from what I've heard, they will be resuming soon. So Virgin Australia have orders for at least 25 737 MAX 10, but this is unsure whether this is definite yet, as, you know, as you've seen, many orders have changed due to the pandemic, um, so this is probably going to change a few times before they are delivered, um, and it's thought to be delivered in around 2025, so it's still a while before these are thought to have been delivered, but no one really knows yet. Um, for our final story for this week's show, we'll be looking at the Trans-Tasman Travel Bubble opening up for Australia. So it's been announced by the Australia and New Zealand government uh, around a week ago that they'll be opening up their borders for all Australian citizens um, from the 19th of April onwards. So that's six days from this when this podcast was published. Um, all travellers will not need to quarantine for 14 days on either ends of the journey. So it's you will not you'll be able to just go there and not have to quarantine. Um, as they, the government feels that it's safe enough to do so now. Um, Air New Zealand and Qantas will be now operating daily flights between Australian capital cities and New Zealand. Um, Air New Zealand are beginning A320 services between Hobart and New Zealand, um, and these will be operated, I think, once or twice every Thursday and Sunday. Um, Qantas also are operating, going to start operating daily services between Sunshine Coast Airport and Auckland. Uh, this is probably with a 737 aircraft, possibly a bigger aircraft such as an A330 or 787. But that's quite unlikely seeing as there won't be, you know, 300 people wanting to go at the same time. So that it'll probably be a smaller sort of aircraft flying on these routes. Um, it's quite possible you will need to be vaccinated, but it's unsure. From what I've heard, I'm not sure about vaccination and whether you have to have this. Um, but yeah, if you want to find that out, you probably, news websites would have that, um, if you're planning to go to New Zealand. Um, so it's opening up on... It's... It... Um... It's the nineteenth uh, of April, so that's six days from Tuesday. So it's this weekend you'll be able to fly to New Zealand without having to quarantine for fourteen days on either sides of your journey. So this will be the start of international travel for Australia, and will be the start of the economic recovery for both Australia and New Zealand with their travel and holiday markets. So I think that's where we'll wrap up this week's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it, and please leave us a like on your podcast player of choice. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned for another Avapedia podcast next week. Thank you.